Welcome back to another episode of Grass is Always Greener. You know, it's been it's been a little bit since I've been on here, but MSU had their break. I took my little break because there really wasn't that many big updates kind of going on. It was just kind of ho-hum. Uh, MSU had some games canceled, and it looks like everything's back on for Thursday versus Rutgers. I'm, I'm juiced up. I'm ready to watch the Michigan State basketball again. Let's get into it. Ready? One, two. of Grass is Always Greener. Here's your host, Ryan Elke. Welcome back to another episode, Grass is Always Greener. I am your host, Ryan Elke. You can find the podcast on Twitter at AlwaysGreenMSU. You can find me on Twitter, Ryan, E-L underscore key. If you have questions, shoot us an email, MSU at gmail.com. Listen to the podcast anywhere you get podcasts. That's Google, Apple Play, Apple Play and Spotify. So let's get into it because it has been a while since Michigan State has played a game. The last game out, 55-54 loss to Purdue. We won't even touch that. Um, And they had some COVID cases kind of happen right after that game was played. You had Manny Sissoko uh, test positive. You had Steven Izzo test positive. Uh, We talked about this in the last episode, kind of previewing Iowa. To that point, they were ready to play Iowa. Um, they were getting ready to go. Tom Izzo had media availability. Is like, you know what? We had these two test positive, but other than that, been in contact with Iowa. We're ready to go. Then on that day, uh, as they were getting ready to pack up and leave, doing another round of testing, Joshua Langford test positive for COVID-19. So that kind of started the spiral. And then, Cancel game versus Indiana that following Sunday. Then they still had some time, and their game against Illinois was postponed. These sorry, these games are postponed, not canceled. Postponed. Um, so, and then just a lot going on with the Big Ten as well, because as we know, the game versus Michigan um, is now postponed because Michigan is in a two-week shutdown. Um, their whole athletic department is that came in from the state because of the UK variant to COVID-19 um, was found in their athletic department. So the B117, if you hear that, that is the UK variant you've heard about in the news, which is a little more contagious than just regular old COVID-19, which we're all too friendly and familiar with. But we're finally here and we're finally going to get some games on, hopefully. Um, and it's Wednesday right now. MSU should be leaving um, relatively soon on Wednesday to pack up and go to New Jersey to play. But Tom Izzo did have media availability really for the first time since, um, which would have been two weeks ago, to go and play Iowa. And he announced yesterday that, well, Steven Izzo, Mati Sissoko should be good to play. He's 
went his 17 days, got his heart test. He's ready to go. Steven Izzo believes to be eligible for this game, and I think he is as well. I'm going to go check my timeline real quick because I had dates written down. So Steven Izzo may not be eligible. Um, Tom Izzo believes he could be, but given kind of the dates we've been given or kind of had to estimate it, uh, Steven Izzo won't be eligible till Friday uh, because right now it's 10 days quarantine and then the athletes go into like uh, seven days of the heart testing. So we'll see if that's if they can kind of get around that if things are coming back clear. But who knows as of right now. But again, it's Steven Izzo we're talking about. No offense to Steven, but not like he played one minute in the last game because it was a blowout game um as for josh lankford again another person tom Izzo believes could play sparing minutes in this game to my knowledge or to the timeline that we were given he would not be eligible because again his positive cast tests came back two weeks ago so he wouldn't be eligible till this saturday leaving him out versus Rutgers. so he'd be eligible for uh, this Sunday against Ohio State, but as for playing against Rutgers, I don't know if the timeline will allow it. And then I also announced yesterday uh, two more positive tests. Uh, Gabe Brown tested positive this week, so he's going to be out 17 days. And assistant coach Dane Fife has tested positive, so he's in 10-day quarantine. We've now reached the point, honestly, of Michigan State, where we've also announced 13 of his players, of his 15, have tested positive. Of, of Steve Smith's son, who's a walk-on, he is um, in the court, or in the protocol as well because he is tested positive. So I don't even know who that leaves at this point. Apparently only two players haven't tested positive since, like, August. So we're almost to the point where there can't be, like, there, there can't be any more positives because they've all had it. Um, but honestly, I'm just hoping that they can travel to Rutgers. I mean, their, their next, their next few games are just away games. Their next three games at Rutgers, at Ohio state, at Iowa. So again, I think that's where traveling where it's kind of picked up because Tom Izzo has said, like, we've done everything right. We're doing everything by the rules, by protocol. We're still catching it. And honestly, I think it's just kind of getting everything one together and trying to travel to different states seeing i don't know all it takes is one little person one person with with the who has it to pass it along it can spread like wildfire but i'm just jazzed up right now just because it's been a long it's going to be almost three weeks since michigan state has played basketball and it's just been kind of odd to just not have your team play, not knowing or knowing full well your team's not playing. So it's just been odd just kind of watching that. As for Michigan State, they're still they're eight and four, two and four in the Big Ten. Still what, tenth right now in Big Ten standings. So got a long way to climb, but and six games played where most teams around the eight, nine, ten mark. Yeah, most teams averaging about nine games played. Michigan State has six. The only team that's played less than Michigan State in the Big Ten is Nebraska. They had their own outbreak where they had to put everything on pause. 
So I don't know, I'm just jazzed up. We'll see how Michigan State fares. According to Tom Izzo, I think they'll have around 11 players available. So if we – Gabe Brown won't be available. Steve Smith's son won't be available. And I'm assuming it would be Lankford and Steven Izzo would be your four that aren't available. Assuming Tom Izzo's trying to see if he can somehow have Langford and Steven Izzo available. More Langford. I'll just stop saying Steven Izzo. More Langford available just to play a couple minutes. I mean, that's really what's neat. Because without Gabe Brown and Josh Langford, that's going to hurt the rotation big time. Because looking at that's like, 30 minutes right there you're going to be looking for. So you're going to see a lot more Rocket Watts probably playing 25 minutes that Lankford's beginning up from his 15. I imagine we'd see Sissoko play a bit more just because it may go with a bigger lineup just so like you can just play people. Foster Lawyer probably play a little more than five minutes, kind of spell out that 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 one spot, that two spot, hopefully. Uh, I'm just I'm just excited for Michigan State basketball to be back. And Rutgers, since they've played Michigan State, has kind of tailspin. Michigan or Rutgers came into that Michigan State game on January eighth, ranked fifteenth in the nation. And since then they they lost like three games in a row after that. So they lost to Michigan State big. Then went home, lost to Ohio State, lost to Wisconsin, and lost um, to Penn State, at Penn State. So everything kind of kicked off, though, um, against Iowa early January with their two-point loss there. That They went to a five-game losing streak for ending that against Indiana. Um, this past Sunday with a win. So we'll see what kind of Rutgers we get because it's we we know what they do. They 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 love to shoot threes. They have good three point shooters. And honestly, even against Indiana, they didn't shoot that well. They shot 36 percent, eight of 22. They made some free throws. So that was probably the biggest difference so against Michigan State. They were six of 17 against Indiana. They're 12 of 17. And they're in you can't compare too many apples to oranges because of um, the results of the game. Michigan State won by 23. Rutgers won by four against Indiana. But they shot a little... Dang. I'm going to the wrong games. But they shot 50% from the field against Indiana and made 70% of their free throws. So you're going to win when, when you're not shooting 30%. So... Again, three-point shooting wasn't that much of a factor. They were just hitting their other shots. And honestly, we know the blueprint to what to do to this Rutgers team. You need to get them to the line, and you stop the three-point shot. It's what they did perfectly against Rutgers, and everything worked well. What's going to be different is no Josh Lankford helping helping out on that perimeter. And he had a nice second half of this game. I believe he went four for five in the second half shooting that game. But his perimeter defense is going to be missed. So what we need most is that you hope Joey Hauser and Rocket Watts can be the offense contribu- offensive contributors for this game. Now, we'll see how they look. I believe Michigan State is still favored 
in this game somehow. Um, even after not playing three weeks, but we'll see how they look. Cause like they finally had real practices starting this past Monday. Um, they're able to work out players during this kind of break just because um, it had to be one-on-one in small groups. I believe they'd done some three-on-three with the players that were available. And I know Tom Izzo, it was brought up to him like, well, is this kind of like a refresh, like training camp sort of thing? It's like, yeah, it's kind of nice, but it's like also these other teams aren't going through the same thing, so we're not on the same page as everyone else. It's like it's a nice little reset, but when everyone else is kind of getting game action and having full practices, we're, we're not really, it's not the advantage that, you know, it's trying that is trying to be spun. So uh, I only hope that Rocket Watts kind of like it's a nice little breather for him. So we kind of see him get back to how he is playing in the non-conference. Same with Joey Hauser. See how he's pl- how he played in the non-conference. Kind of made the reset because I know he was kind of battling some little minor injuries. So it'd just be nice to just. I-, I think we're all just waiting for Rocket Watts to just get back on track. The point guard experience didn't work out for him so maybe with the nice little you know two week break almost three week break he can just kind of get his head right and just he can be back to playing the basketball he's been playing his entire life so uh so that's that's why for michigan state basketball i was gonna look up if they're still favored um don't know so I don't have the full line right now, but last I heard, I saw something on Twitter that State was still a one-point favorite over Rutgers. And that could just be because they've had a, a little bit of slide after that Michigan State game. Yeah, they bounced back versus Indiana, but it's Indiana. Indiana was coming off beating Iowa, you know, kind of what Indiana's been under the Archie Miller. I believe that's the Miller at Indiana. So, again, this is – Let's just be excited. We get Michigan State basketball back, and they can keep up what they were doing against Rutgers. Because, yeah, that's one of, one of the last games we saw. It's been three weeks. I'm just excited. Um, let's see. Other news in the program. I know Michigan State women's basketball has been kind of going through COVID issues as well. They had a game canceled against Michigan um, before Michigan went into their um, two-week mandatory shutdown. And uh, one other football note, uh, this came out today. Uh, the offensive line coach and running game coordinator, uh, Chris uh, Kapilovic, or Chris Kapilovic, just wanted to get the pronunciation right. He's been promoted to associate head coach. So still keeping his, you know, role of, you know, offensive line coach and running game coordinator, just kind of picks up the extra duties. And we saw today Dominic Long, uh, cornerback, has entered the transfer portal. So it's been a couple weeks since we heard from the transfer portal. And I know the early enrollees are in. It's nice to see. Um, honestly, and then we've had to check out Nick Bumgarter came out with an article on The Athletic. If you don't have The Athletic, um, subscribe. They have some good deals going out for new users because I think it's normally like 6 bucks a month. But if you're a new user, you can get it for 
like two bucks a month. So check it out. But he breaks down Anthony Russo's game and how he can help Michigan State. Has a big arm. Hopefully he has a rocket arm. Maybe looks good in shorts. But hey, if Anthony Russo can come in and play quarterback for a year, that's great. I'd love to see Peyton Thorne um, earn the job. I like I loved what I saw at Peyton Thorne last year. And it'd be nice to just have that, you know, sophomore or redshirt, redshirt freshman because he gains the extra year of eligibility from this COVID year. Um, so it'd just be nice to kind of just see Peyton Thorne have that job so he can kind of have the next couple of years set up instead of kind of what Michigan has done the last few years of just like, let's plug in a senior, let's plug in a transfer senior, let's plug in a transfer junior, like, Let's build the quarterback up. It, it was like, remember Kirk Cousins starting in sophomore year, having a few years, having Connor Cook start those few years. Like, it's hard for, like, you're not always going to get lucky and have Joe Burrow. But even Joe Burrow started two years for LSU. His first year was awful. So it'd be nice to see Peyton Thorne come in and take this job. I mean, I feel bad for Anthony Russo trying to transfer here earn a starting job and not get it. But being a selfish fan, I'd love to see Peyton Thorne have the job. I loved what I saw out of him last year, being a redshirt freshman. Um, so, honestly, that's where we're at football. And honestly, with the running backs, I'm surprised we haven't heard anything out of Elijah Collins. So it sounds like he's um, staying, which could be nice, I guess. I mean, granted, like, yeah, we didn't see much of him last year. He's not really the – best scheme fit for a Mel Tucker offense, but I'm just not going to dismiss the fact of a guy that, you know, almost rushed for a thousand yards as a, as a freshman. I mean, you get Jordan Simmons back, Connor Hayward's back. Woo. Um, have Davion Prim in there to have Elijah Collins. So the running back room is loaded. We'll see. I believe I have like nine running backs on roster. We'll kind of see what's done with the running back room because they got a lot to work with. And it sounds like I think most of the receivers stayed. So I'm I'm excited for Michigan State's offense next year because it seems like they, ha- they have the most what's going for them. And it's going to be the defense that's going to have to kind of figure it out. But that'll wrap up this episode of Grass is Always Greener. It's just nice to be back. Nice to be ready for another game. Thursday, 7 o'clock, FS1, Michigan State versus Rutgers. There are no, no Gabe Brown. Possibility of Josh Langford. Again, according to my timeline, he won't be eligible for this game. He should be eligible for Sunday versus Ohio State, but we'll see what happens. Maybe there's a little flexibility in that seven days where the student is getting heart tested by the Big Ten, where it's like if everything's you know, good within like the first four days, we can rush that timeline a little, but who knows? Other than that, uh, thanks for listening. Remember, find us on Twitter, always green MSU. Find me on Twitter at Ryan EL underscore key. Download, subscribe, leave five star reviews. If you love it, you want those five stars. That means we're good. If you don't love it, um, you know, one out of five, like, you, you don't want to give us one gold star. You want to say, like, five gold stars, bad worth. You want to give us the most bad stars. So that's how it works. Always five stars. Download, subscribe, uh, Apple, Google Play, and Spotify. 
Uh, as always, go green. Ready? One, two. That's another episode of Grass is Always Greener. Make sure you subscribe. Apple, Google, or Spotify. Why not all three?